Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret, and once again, welcome to my show, Journey into an Unknown World. As I've often said before, I always try and find a subject that I think my listeners might be interested in and uh, try and give a new slant or a new point of view on the way to look at that particular issue. So this time I thought I'd talk about fakes and flakes who are in the psychic world. And also, I'll integrate a few things about how this year, 2011, is going to be a roller coaster of changes. Let's begin, first of all, with realizing that there are many people now who are very, very interested in the paranormal. When I was in my 20s, it was very rare to find people who would come up to you and say, excuse me, but can you see my future? Would you advise me on how I can do something that would prevent something negative from happening? Whereas today, I'm constantly meeting people all the time who ask just that very same question over and over again. Well, of course, I have to say to them, I can give you a private session if you'd like, but uh, it's not time now, not in the public eye, to sit here and give you a reading. But what I would like to say is that there are lots of people out there who will say, oh, let look, let's sit down now, I'll give you a reading, cross my palm with some money, 15 minutes, one question, $100.00. You know, if you meet someone like that, you should absolutely decline because anyone that's worth their skills and talents in money would or should be saying to you, come to me privately and come and sit with me in a controlled situation and also should be able to allow you to record absolutely everything they say. There are some psychics who say, no, no, I don't allow anyone to record my sessions. Well, the truth is, if they can't stand by their word, then they can't be trusted. So you wouldn't want to go and see them. It's like saying you're going to go and see a plumber and pay him $1,000 to fix your bathroom when you haven't even come up with a design yet in which way you want to have your bathroom organized. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't pay them. So another thing you need to know is that if anyone is going to give you a reading or give you advice, they should have a no happiness policy. In other words, if you're not smiling all over your face when you leave me, you needn't pay me. Over the years, I've met all sorts of people doing psychic work. I'm going to tell you a little story and I often use this and tell this to my students because it is such a very simple thing but it's also a very bad thing. I was uh, sitting at a psychic fair one day uh, having my feet done. I was having a reflexology session and by the way that's lovely and um, next to me nearby was a young man sitting at a table and he was doing a tarot reading and he said aha I see you have the strength card and the woman said well, I'm not very strong. And he said, well, yes, but I can see that you're going to meet someone who's strong. And she said, well, I don't go out anywhere. I never meet anyone. And he said, 
Well, then in that case, you need to realize that you need to be strong. And she said, but I have a disease. I can't walk. And he said, well, maybe you should put healing into your legs and make your legs strong. And at that point, I was like, what am I listening to? This woman has paid whatever little money she can for this reading. And here is this man fiddling around in the dark of his brain, trying to explain why she's got the strength cut. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, what I have to tell her is that throughout her life, she has always run away from her inner strength. And this is a time to listen to that inner strength because in there is guidance, a strong guidance to understand that no matter what she thinks, she can change her mind and so on. And I thought, well, I can't get up and tell him you can't read, you shouldn't be practicing. But it made me think, how many people at those psychic fairs are giving those kinds of readings? So I wandered around and I had a listen. And I have to be honest and tell you that there were some very good ones there. Very, very good ones, but there were also some very bad ones. So if you decide to go to a psychic fair and have a reading, you need to wander around, kind of eavesdrop a little, see if you're drawn to someone who's giving a reading. And listen to your inner spiritual self and say to them before you even start, if I'm not happy, do I have to pay you? And if they're worth their salt, they'll say no. Okay. Now, if you have a friend who's been for a reading and they recommend a person, that's a whole different story. However, it doesn't mean that your friend has a perfect reader and that yours might be one as well. I've had people come to me and say things like, I went and saw a reader who told me all sorts of things and none of it made any sense. My friends spent money, they said a lot, but I wasted my money. Well, the truth is, you might not perceive what the psychic says as part of your reading as something you can relate to, but maybe it's symbolic. Maybe you have to read behind the symbols. But if your gut feeling tells you this is absolutely off, you should get up and walk away. Not sit there and let that psychic struggle for an hour or so and then expect to be paid. Just simply say after a few minutes, I'm sorry we don't connect, I'm leaving. Okay. Now, if you happen to find a really good reader, who can really give you the right kind of counseling, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to hear all the answers you think you should get. So you should have an open mind because sometimes the answers are not what you want to hear. For example, a lady came to me and she said, I want to buy a house. And I said, well, that's good. You can buy a house. I can see you buying a house. And she said, but I have three houses and I want you to tell me which one I should buy. So she gave me the first address and I said to her, absolutely not. You should not buy this house. This house has many problems. There are earthbounds in it and it won't hold the market price. The second house is viable for you and it would be easy for you to buy but you'll have to renovate it. But in the long run, it's a better buy. The third house is not available. 
Well, she was very miserable because she wanted me to tell her that the first house was the right one because she'd already made up her mind that it was. And of course she didn't listen to me even though she'd paid me. She went off and she bought the first house. <laughs> A year or so later she came back and she said, I'm in this house, you told me I shouldn't have bought it, I'm stuck with it, I'm haunted, there's all sorts of things happening, I can't sell it, blah blah blah. So I said, well what happened to the other two? So she said, well, I ignored you on the second one. And the third one, they foreclosed on it somewhere else with someone that I don't know, so I missed out. So I said to her, well, you didn't miss out on that house, but you certainly missed out on the second one. And of course, then she was asking me, well, how can I get rid of this first house I bought? And when would I be able to sell it? And she wanted to make a quick sale. And I said to her, you won't be able to. The market is going to decline, and I'm afraid you're going to be stuck with it. And that's what happened. So you need to really listen to a psychic if they're saying it's not right for you. Even if you're trying to twist what they say, you need to realize that you've paid them for their advice. And if they're telling you no, pull back, have a long think, go away and really soul search. You know, I've been doing readings since I was 15 and doing it publicly as a service since I was 21. And through the years, thousands of people have passed through my hands. And I'm happy to say that I have never had anyone turn around and say, I won't pay you. I've had all sorts of people come to see me. And even today now, People write to me from all around the world, in English of course, and ask me to give them a reading. And all I need is their question and their age and then off I go. Because we, Spirit and the Oneness, talk to you, whoever you are, and give you that reading. And it's full of advice. Not just yes or no. There's lots of angles, lots of things to look at in many dimensions especially if it's relationships or movement, marriage and so on. So we have to look at what you need. Now I'm going to talk about something a little different right here. What is a fake? A fake is someone who's not psychic at all. They're just pretending. I'm sure you've seen movies where they've got little gimmicks and gadgets under the table little people in the other room pulling strings ooh ah okay well that is true there are people who do that there are also people who say cross my palm with silver I'll break an egg and if the egg is black then you've got a, a curse or a, something bad going on around you what people don't realize is that they can inject a dye into the yolk by taking a, a small syringe and a needle and doing that and of course they're vulnerable gullible and they think oh you know the egg was really bad or someone has taken a curse off me and it's in the egg and so on when there was never really a curse on a person at all now some of you might think about voodoo when I say curse or the ancient Egyptians and you know, the tombs and someone's going to come and get you, okay? Well, there is 
a truth in the fact that there are negative spirits around and there is a truth that they can prey on your mind but they can only do that if you have a negative mind so if you're fearful if you're worried an anxiety state and you believe that the psychic is telling you you've got a curse well you're vulnerable and you can walk home with a few earthbounds who are going to play on that idea and worry the life out of you at night and keep you awake so it's best not to think about negative things it's much better to have a positive attitude and to think about angels and light you know in the years that i've been a medium and in the ways that I've channeled many spirit guides, guardian angels, ascended masters, even Jesus and Buddha, I've always been saying, who are you? What do you want? Why are you here? How can I help you help others? That's what a medium should do. If they're up to gimmicks, if they're up to hooking you in with fanciful words, like I'm a famous psychic, or I've saved thousands of people's lives by giving them lottery numbers and so on and so forth, walk away. Because anyone who's genuine won't do that, okay? No one who's genuine will do that. And if you get something in the mail that says, I'm an astrologer and I'm going to read your astrology or personal horoscope, Give me your name, date, and birth, and I'll send you whatever it is for X number of dollars. Know that it's a printout that you and 400 other people who also have the same birthday as you around the world have also got that same printout. A genuine astrologer will want many details. They'll talk about aspects. They'll talk to you personally about your life. It'll speak to you. That kind of reading is important. It's not to say astrology isn't good. It's to say be sure you have an accurate astrologer who is also psychic. So search them. Question them. Decide whether you feel you can trust them, whoever they are. So whether it's tarot cards, astrology, numerology, graphology, all these things come together, be sure first that they have good qualifications. There are some people who go to a weekend seminar, they learn a few lines, they learn a few things, and then they need to practice. Now, that's not to say they can't get you a message, but it is to say they're not ready to charge. So if you want to volunteer while they practice on you, that's fine. And if you want to give them a donation at the end, that's good too. It will encourage them to keep practicing. But to set themselves up at that time as a professional psychic, when they've only had a few hours training, isn't the right thing to do. So check their history. Find out how long they've been practicing. Find out what their kind of clients are. You know, it's not about being famous. It's not about being hooked into someone who is famous. It's about the quality of their work. So check them out. If you need to, they'll give you some names of people that they've read and you can call them and you can talk to them and find out what they think. Now you might ask, what about psychics online? There are lots of online 
psychics. Now lots of people make a living out of it. And I will tell you that I did that myself during the um, time when LA had the earthquake and uh, there was a recession going on. And I'll tell you that there were lots of people from the South who were calling me and they were asking things like, should I find a new boyfriend who will take care of me and my five children who are all by different men? And of course, that was not what they needed to hear. So I spent a lot of time teaching them about self-esteem, self-worth and self-value and how they could get some training, maybe to do nails or take care of hair or even work in a shop. It didn't matter what it was as long as they were encouraged to know there was some way they could improve their life, their standards of living and their belief. But during that time, I know that there were lots of psychics who were just saying, oh yes, meet another man, have another baby, it'll be fine, things will work out. Well, that isn't a good reading, is it? So you want to be sure that if you do go online and you do have a reading with someone, that you really find someone who really knows what they're doing. Because yes, there are some very worthwhile readers working there, and yes, you can get a very good reading. So read the feedbacks before you commit to anyone. See what other people have said about those particular readers. Now, there are some people who will pester you. They'll even call you on the phone and say, hey, I'm the great reader and I can help you. But hang up. That's my best advice because you don't know who they are. You don't know where in the world they are and you don't know what they're after because some of them are asking you for your credit card and your details and before you know it you're going to be ripped off you're going to lose your ID and everything else that goes with it so don't be vulnerable that way you know it's a shame but when people are at their lowest and they're most miserable they're most depressed they are most vulnerable and unfortunately there are psychics who are not psychics who are fakes and flakes who prey on these people at that particular time in their life. It's a shame, but unfortunately there are no laws to sort out the good from the bad. There have been many people in the states of different countries on different levels uh, who try and bring the old witch laws back, but they don't do any good because who's to know who's good and who's not? Do we really need a modern day witch hunt? No, we don't. What we need is people to discipline themselves and to really ask themselves, why do I need a reading at this time in my life? What is it that I cannot see that I need advice on? Stay focused and then check out the person you want to go to. And as long as you do thoroughly check the history of the psychic you go to, you should be fine. Now, as I said, there's lots of people who want to know about their future. I should say very clearly here that not everything is written in cement. God gave us free will. So even in the case of the client who came to me with the three houses, and even though she was told which one to buy, she had the free choice to choose which one. What would happen if she had have chosen the second house? We'll never know. But the choice 
is always down to the client. The ultimate idea of how they see, hear, feel, and listen to the psychic is their choice. So if you're having a reading, remember that it's the way you hear it that is important. You might want to listen to this recorded reading over and over again in order to really understand it. I always stipulate to all my clients that I will not read them unless I record it and I will not accept one reading through, sorry, one listening through as they know it all. So sometimes clients come back to me and say, I want another reading. The last one you said blah, blah, and I want more info. And I may often say, go back and listen to it again because there is more info there. You just didn't hear it the first time. So sometimes things are more subtle than you realize and sometimes things are really plain as a nose on your face in retrospect. So it's always good to re-listen to any reading that you've ever had. I know that you're looking at the page right now seeing my face or seeing the website www.sumaricenter.com but perhaps you'd like to contact me. If you'd like counseling or a reading, the address to send to me is Dr. Margaret RVC at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to comment on the show, and I love feedback on the show, then you can write to me at Dr. M. Rogers Van Coops at gmail.com, which is also on the page that you're looking at. Let me get back to prophecy. There are lots of people in religion who say they hear the word of God or they see angels and hear messages and they tell about the future. But are they really seeing the future? Years and years ago when I was a young 15 year old, a medium read me and she told me many things that have come true. But it was all according to the times and the way she saw things. One of the things she told me is that I would see myself on a home movie, reel-to-reel type, and that somehow there was a cable and it would connect to a television and I would be able to see myself on the television. What she didn't understand, she was describing video. And what she didn't understand, that video was going to be put onto live TV. Those things were yet to come. So here we are in 2011, looking at 2012. And there are a lot of people making lots of prophecies about how the world is going to be in devastation and how these aliens are going to turn up and rescue us all, that is, the ones who are good, or how we're going to go into a fifth dimension and transform ourselves. In fact, there are so many websites, it's highly confusing. So who is telling the truth? Well, the bottom line is we're all psychic. We all have inspiration about ourselves and other people, and we all have our beliefs and thoughts around religion and philosophy, and through that inspiration about how we see our own future. And most times, we get ourselves confused. 
But what we can tell from the oneness, from spirit guides, if we are neutral, is that the earth is shifting. Science has proved that. We have a wobble. There are all sorts of people talking about the shift. And as history has proven before, we have floods, we have bad weather, where we had good weather, we have fires where there weren't any before, we have volcanoes erupting that weren't doing it before, we have earthquakes in different places, and so on. Now, if we all stop and worry about that, we're going to be very confused, very worried and insecure. So, what I'd like to do is talk about the positive side of these things. If you are misfortunate in that you lose your money, it isn't the end of the world because it's a new start. You see, when you lose what you've had materially, you start to think about alternatives. You start to think about your talents and your skills. You start to improvise and you start to think and appreciate your life and the fact that you can move in a different direction. And at that point, you could change your career. You could become, um, let's say, a doctor when you've been a musician. Or a doctor can become a musician. It doesn't matter what it is. That's just an example. We have so many choices about who we are and what we can do. It's just a question of opening your mind up to the influences of the needs of the world. For example, I'm a healer. If my local hospital suddenly couldn't deal with a whole lot of people coming down with a flu virus, then I can help out because I know about herbs and alternative medicine. So I can offer my services and help people that way. And if I'm helping people, it might be that they then ask me about other things I can do. And before you know it, I could be moving off in a new direction. Well, my life's been much like that. I've done television shows, radio shows around the world. I've done all sorts of things that I would never have done if I hadn't have been a healer and a psychic. And because people have come into my life and opened doors, or because circumstances in my life have changed. So don't see whatever goes on in this world as destructive, even devastating, because some of it will be. Instead, see it as a golden opportunity for this world to transform and change. When old businesses close, new ones start up. Would you like to be the owner of a new business? Then be open to receiving the ideas, the inspiration through things that happen in the world. One of the things that we know is that whenever there's a war, the economy changes in the world. Well, it's not that we want another world war, but we do want to realize that there is a lot of damage going on at this time, and that damage has to be repaired. And those who are ready to repair the world will find ways to put their mouth, their body, and their actions out there to create a better world to live in. And out of that, we will grow a new economy. So yes, things go downhill. Yes, we lose a lot of things in the process. But at the end of the day, 
we still have our bodies, we have our minds, we have our emotions, and we have thoughts of opportunities. We're receptive and open to transformation and change. I have often said on previous shows that we are in the Aquarian Age. We're just in it. It's like one second in it. And we're all running around saying, we're in transformation, we're in ascension, we're into the fifth dimension. What are we really into? Change. That change is about looking at the world from a different point of view. It's about looking at your house with new eyes. Instead of thinking, I might lose it, start thinking, how can I make it important, happy, home that I can enjoy and be safe in. When you think positively, you manifest positive things. I can tell you there have been many times in my life when I thought I was going to lose everything and right at the last hour, as it were, up came something that saved the day. Yes, that was because I was ready for it. You need to be ready for it. You need to be ready for change. So whether it's an earthquake that shakes your house and then you find you've got insurance to repair it, or whether it's a flood that bangs on your door and knocks your house down, you can rebuild. There's always something better. No matter what it is, no matter where you are, whether it's your health, your work, your family, whatever it is, you'll recover. And when you do, you'll think about better things. You'll start thinking about the future and rebuild your life. There is always an alternative. And as long as you believe that, and as long as you listen to your spirit self, you will have answers. And there are many times when you won't need a psychic because your instinct, your intuition will just tell you, this is the right thing to do for me right now. Even though I can't see how it will turn out in the future, I just know that this is what I need to do. So listen to your inner voice. Listen to your spirit self. And through that, connect to your spirit guides, your guardian angels, who will be that inner voice in your mind, who will say to you, why are you standing here feeling negative? Look out. Look about. Go connect. Go talk to people. Go tell people what you feel and what you think and what you want to do. Reach out and touch someone, whether it's on the computer, on the phone, or your neighbor next door. Remember, we all live in the same world, and we all have problems. It's only by uniting in harmony, in a common goal, that we can actually move this world into a better situation. When we learn to stop arguing about who has the best policies, or who is the top dog versus the bottom one, when we begin to start seeing that we're all part of a team and that we all root together to share our skills, our talents and our abilities, then we will truly find a transformation that 2012 is supposed to give us. 
just in case you didn't know. The planets will shift into a good alignment in that year. It will be the start of a new Earth and a new us. Why? Because we'll stop worrying about what we've lost and we'll start thinking about what we can get and what we can do to make our life a better life, a better world to live in. So on that note, I want to just remind you, don't go out looking for fakes and flakes, cheap readings, trusting people you don't know. Look for the honest. Look for the true believers. Look for the people who really know what they're doing. And most important, find out what qualifications they've got. Look and see if they've got certificates, how they've done courses. Maybe they're psychologists, or maybe they've uh, done some hypnosis or counseling or healing work. Find out their history. And when you're satisfied, then you can have a session with them. So until then, next time, I hope you'll find a good psychic who can help you. And if not, perhaps you'll contact me. So stay tuned for another show next time. Be happy and always walk in the way of the oneness. That's my little slogan.